attacking everybody. Hall of Famer and cannabis connoisseur, the godfather here. And when I'm at home and I'm on that smoke train, there's nothing better that I like to do than listen to Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling podcast. Welcome to Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling, episode 17. Hello, everyone. I'm Hector, and I'm with my tag team partner, Mark. What's going on? It's good to be back after weeks of uh, being overseas and then disappearing and all that. A lot, lot's gone on since I've been gone. Yeah. Well, you, you went to Paris, right? Um. Well, I stopped in Paris, okay. but I was in a different city of, in France every day. So Lyon, Avignon, Arles, Tournon, like all, all over. It, it was nuts and tremendous. And what stunk was I could not access... Peacock overseas. I was not happy. I missed money in the bank. That's how far back it's been since the last time I was on the show here. But I was able to watch uh, YouTube stuff or Raw and AEW and stuff while on the ship, like in the middle of the night, like on the ship, there was some Wi-Fi. So I was able to keep pace for a bit. Okay. Um, I, I, mean, I don't want to get too much into that, but how about like your hotspot? Doesn't that work? Like we'll transfer it to like a laptop or was your phone working or? No, my phone wasn't working at okay, all. Yeah, I had, I had no service unless I was on Wi-Fi. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that, that sucks. It did. <laughs> all right. Um. So let's let's go straight. We're gonna, I guess, jump around. There's no real format here. But on um, Raw, we had um, Brock Lesnar finally attack. Um, I was gonna say Seth Rollins. Um, Cody Rhodes. He attacks him and and beats his ass right in front of his mom, and accept, accepts the challenge, and they will meet at SummerSlam. No um, stipulation or anything, just mano y mano. It's going to be a stipulation at some point. I, I mean, listen, C- Cody's mom, give her credit. That was some good acting, first of all. <laughs> hey, she, had, she, she was married to the dream. That's right, just a common man. Um, <laughs> but there's going to be a stipulation, I think. Is, what, SummerSlam is, what, three weeks away, right? Four uh, weeks away. I'm going to say, yeah, yeah, three weeks. Three. Yeah, so... There's time to build something here where it's like, oh, let's get all out fight or something. Like, you know, to get that definitive win. I but I, I will say the whole Brock's music comes on, no one comes out. It, 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 was, it was an interesting way to do it. I, I, I wasn't disappointed. Yeah, when that happened, I thought Brock was coming out to the, the crowd and he was going to be like next behind his, his mother or beat up um, his brother in law or something. But no, they were a different right. way. It would have been nice if he turns around and he looks at his mom and Brock is standing right behind his mom, like a horror movie. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, they've been always saying as like rumors it, there was going to be a stipulation. So I guess we, have, we still have three weeks for them to add. Because I keep hearing that um, Trish is dying for a steel cage match. So I don't know. Yes. Huh? I'm saying, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's going to happen. I think, I think. The stipulation they might have for SummerSlam with Trish and Becky will be a steel cage, so no, so Zoe Stark can't get involved. It's just them two alone. I, I think we can get that. Yeah, I was just wondering, like, how many matches were we going to have for a stipulation? Because I, I feel like if Brock, Brock is going to get one, Trish is going to get one. I kind of feel like Seth and um, Finn should get one, unless he brings, unless he brings back the Demon. Rules. What happened? SummerSlam Extreme Rules. We didn't even pay for it. Yeah, because I feel like this is their uh, third time fighting. Or second. Yeah, yeah. Balor, I, you know, it's funny. I know we're not even talking about SummerSlam yet, but I think Balor actually wins this one. I think we're gonna have a, a Judgment Day full of gold. That's the way we're going. That sounds good. But uh, then that's when um, the Damian might. Yeah, yeah. So that breaks up something. The, yeah. So as you said, they they all would go because um Dominic went on NXT, which. I am so happy. Wesley could be the most overrated Eleanor North American champion that's ever been. I've never seen anything remotely resembling a single star in him. He's a tag team wrestler, always has been a tag team wrestler. I mean, the guy's got talent, but there's just nothing. It's like it reminds me of Ricochet. It's the same same concept. Like the Ricochet, and like we're going to talk Ricochet and Logan Paul in a second, I'm sure. Um, yeah, thank God he doesn't have the title anymore. And Dominic, you know what? That's some heat, and we're going to see whoever actually defeats Dominic should get a good rub. <laughs> I have nothing against um, Wesley. He, he's he's all right. But I was truly happy 
<laughs> when Dirty Dom won. Like I, I, I don't know why, because I never cheered for him before. But it, it, it was just a moment. It was a great moment for NXT, for the for the views, for the ratings. It was just something nice to see on NXT. So I don't know. I, I was I was happy for that. But we also got um new women's tag team champions with um Sonia and Chelsea Green. Love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. And you know, and the way they did it, it now sets up obviously Raquel. Rhea for the title, but we can go one of two directions, whether Raquel might go heel at some point against Liv, they turn on each other or something because of, you know, the situation is Raquel really wanted to go for the title, you know, defend the titles, even though she was hurt, being a little selfish, so to speak, or whatever, or fighting champion or whatever route you want to go. Yeah. But good Sonya and Chelsea, about Sonya, eight years in WWE and finally gets a title. Good for her. <laughs> um... The Raquel thing, and well, not Raquel thing. Um, Ripley, I feel like there's gonna be another pay per view without her having a match. So I guess there's three weeks of them starting something with her, because she's she's so busy with the Judgment Day that they forget about her defending the woman's title. Yeah, which has made her reign not as strong as it should be. But the one thing I've seen, I've seen a lot of people complain about about oh, she's not really defending the title much, but. Rhea's becoming more of a star in her own right. It's almost as if she's too big of a star for the title. I know it sounds that sounds a little ridiculous, right. but she don't need it. Just like how China, look at China for a long time, didn't really need the women's title until they just felt like giving it to her. Some people just don't need a title, like you know Jake Roberts types or Roddy Piper types. They didn't really need a title to get what they needed to get done. Exactly. But before we get to the Ricochet, because I had a long rant about that in the last episode let's let's jump into smackdown and then i'll write it down here that we're going right back to logan paul and ricochet um well it's pretty cool we got to see um street profit outside of the arena waiting for him to pick him up to pick them up and it was um bobby lashley in a limo and he picked up the street profit so they could have a meeting um, hurt business too yeah i I, I liked it a lot because now you're giving – well, first off, I don't know if you read the uh, the rumor mills, dirt sheets, whatever, that apparently they had nothing for – it wasn't like Bobby Lashley took a vacation. They literally had nothing for him, right. which is a little alarming because Bobby Lashley is one of your top guys and got the physique and he gets reactions and you don't have anything for him. That's a little disturbing. I'm sure they could put him somewhere. But it's a good combination. I, I, it's not because – listen, it's not because they're all black. <laughs> I, I'm not, not get into that. If the Street Profits need something new, Bobby Lashley needs something new, you put them together. And I actually would love it if they were all heel. I, I think that would be really good for, for them as a group. Because now you don't have to have uh, Dawkins and Ford separate. They could be single stars on their own while being a part of this group. Gotcha. Does um, Bianca join them? I think so. I think that I, that's where I was actually going to wait until we talked about Bianca. But I do see... Even though, again, the Dirties are saying it's not going to be a heel turn, I think she joins that stable. I think that, that that becomes like a nice power group, which would be great. Right. I, I, I like it. Uh, I don't know what happens with, um if, if they call themselves the Hurt Business, then what happens with um MVP and everything. So, Well, Omos is a free agent. Let's have Omos in there, too. <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind that at all. It gives them something to do. I kind of like it just done three. But, I, but like I said, if they call themselves the Hurt Business, then... You have to add MVP. No, it's it's gonna be called street business. <laughs> I'll take I'll take that. Yeah, they got street profits, you know, hurt business, combined street business. Yeah, I saw a Photoshop. It had um it had the original um hurt business, then it had street profit and it had Carmelo. Hmm. But, I, I that'd be like a, or we call them hurt profit. I saw that. <laughs> um, you know, Carmelo, I don't. I guess didn't need that though. No, yeah. Carmelo can own these guys. It makes more sense. It gives them something to do, and you can and you have a dominant stable. You can have them go against like you know other groups, whether it's the LWO or brawling groups or whatever they got. They got to do. That's why they need to be heels. So you have another face faction. It's like who's the heel faction? Gotcha. Yeah. So I don't think we have to spend too much about um, finally about the bloodline. Besides Jay finally kicking or super kicking Paul Heyman because. Everything's going to happen 
at the Rules of Engagement this Friday on SmackDown when they go face-to-face, Jay and Roman. Okay. I mean, listen, the whole Bloodline stuff is getting the best ratings for WWE in a long time, so they're doing something, right? Yep. They, they got the highest, and then right behind them is LA Knight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me talk to you. <laughs> That was this past I'm, – I'm so – because, again, I've been on the show in a couple weeks. So I'm trying to remember the order. Was it this past Friday when they all did the tape promo and he came out with a live promo? Yep, that was the next thing I was bringing up right now. I was looking at my, my notes, which I, I was watching um, SmackDown, and I saw the promos, and I was like, okay, LA Knight's next. And they didn't go to a promo. And I was like, this is bullshit. They hate him. <laughs> they, they, they don't respect him. They hate him and all of this, and then – we, we they went live to the audience and then his song came on and he came out cut a, a live promo while everybody else did a recorded one. I thought it was great. Listen, that reaction as he's saying his shtick, the crowd's into it. They know what he's gonna say. Everybody's popping off. His promo is the one thing I always have to get LA Knight credit for. His his promo is never the same. Yeah. Some guys have their shtick, you know, and they stick to the same um, bullet points. Like, you know, again, I love MJF. We have to use this as an example. Once in a while, he will go go to the well with something that he's already said. You know, I, MJF, for the most part, is outstanding anyway. But I'm going to use that just as a quick example. This was the first one that came to my brain. Um, but LA Knight, outside of his, yeah, and let me talk to you, and, you know, the megastar, everything else is different. It's a different topic. He's talking about different shit. And it's he's bragging. He's being braggadocious. But he's being real, and he's also he's connecting. That's a huge, a huge part. You got to connect with your audience, and he's connecting so easily, so well. That's why everybody's so into it and yelling, "Yeah!" and you know, going nuts. And, yeah, it's and good. And like he said, like he said in his promo, like everybody is, is watching him, and he's everywhere. And it's true because this past week, even WWE's been posting his old videos, and it's like stuff that he's been doing for like the last twenty years. He's been doing commercials for jewelry. He's been on um, many um, TV series. On Triple H's workout freaking DVD. <laughs> Triple H's workout saying, yeah. I thought yeah. It was, even yeah. He, even yeah. Um, Kevin Nash has backpedaled on, on his comments about Ali Knight. He got all the freaking backlash for what he said. Yeah. Like, I can't blame him, but there's also, I'm not sure if you saw this past week. Again, I don't know, like, with our audience, who knows about airport stuff or not, but there's a video of LA Knight um, signing autographs at the airport that came up a few days before. And I kid you not, the way he worded that, it almost sounds like he referenced that video that he saw the video. I'm not even kidding. Because the, the, the verbiage he used during his promo, it was something I remember when I saw the video. Like it was in the uh, in the caption or the com- comments. I can't remember. It was something in the YouTube video. And I'm like, this motherfucker watched the damn video. I'm signing. <laughs> you know, give it to This is great. I didn't, I didn't see that one. I got to check that out. Yeah. It's up there. If you type in LA Night. Um, autographs or airport or something. It, it comes up. I, I just got a, I, it came up in my, you might be interested in it and it popped up on there. So I watched it. Gotcha. Okay. So um, you, you missed this long, crazy rant that I went in. Um, we were talking about in the last episode, um, Logan Paul and Ricochet on Raw from last week. Um, I felt like it was a big missed opportunity for Ricochet to be that big hero, that big star. And, um, Raymond loved it because he was backing up Logan and he loved everything that Logan did. I felt Logan interrupted the promo. He, he, he It was just a missed opportunity from Ricochet. I, I don't know. What are your opinions on that? So, you know, when I look when I look back, in the past couple weeks, I've actually been very intrigued because Logan Paul just has that knack to get your attention. He He's... I really think in the next year or two he's going to be a world champion if he, if he sticks with this because he's got, he's got the ability to. Uh, when Ricochet did the jump from the ring to the outside, when he uh, replicated what he did in NXT, yes, the NXT one was like off the chain, damn, like shit, that that guy, that that's incredible. The one at Raw, he didn't stick the landing good, almost like a slop, a sloppily did it. And to me, it just didn't have the same effect. I mean, Ricochet's dressed like I'm sorry. He's dressed like a douchebag. I'm I, sorry. I thought the same thing. I, 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 I did. And then this past week, he had the same outfit. I guess that's his outfit, but 
someone should work with the wardrobe. I mean, if look, he's five foot three and like ninety pounds, you shouldn't be wearing that shit. <laughs> but it's not—it's just like you're trying to act all badass. Like I get it. You're trying to get a look because now, let, let's be real. Um, a lot of people are gonna be watching the Logan Paul Ricochet match, or most because of Logan Paul's fans and that are curious. And Ricochet knows like these are new eyes on him, so he's got to look different. He's got to look so like, oh, this guy's cool. No, you're not cool, bro. <laughs> um, I've never, man, I, crazy. Ricochet with his Prince Puma back in the day and all the other stuff he's done was outstanding. I, I just I've never liked his WWE run. That's just me. But that's what I was. Um, I was trying to tell Raymond. I was like, when he did that flip. By the way, Ray, Raymond's here. Hey, Raymond. Hey, just in time. Yes, sir. So I'm sorry, and I apologize for my lateness, but I'm um, no problem. No problem. Hot tag. Hot tag in. <laughs> so, like I was, I told Raymond, and it was in the last episode when he did that flip. I felt like it should have been a flip and punch. It should have been. I'm looking at him. You, like Logan does not get a chance to talk on the microphone and diss me after I did this big flip. The the, the spotlight is about me. Next week, right. you, you just stood there. You yeah. just stood there, like if it was NXT. NXT was different because you had. It was Velveteen Dream in NXT, right? When he did that, with, yes. right? Yes, that is correct. You didn't need words in that moment because of Velveteen Dream's character. Logan Paul, you do that in front of Logan Paul after Logan Paul's been talking so much shit. You sock him in the mouth. You, you, you make an impact. You, he just stood there like he freaking just it was like, okay, yeah. what do I do now? Yeah, you call me, you know, un, you, you call me un, unprofessional. I'm coming to your face and I'm punching you in the mouth. And the next week you can make fun of me or whatever you want. But I'm going to show you that I'm a badass and all of that, and people are going to know my name. Say that with those two, like, hooks or near clotheslines he was trying to do. Those are, he was freaking putting all of his might into that. I was like, damn, this guy's looking to freaking take Ricochet's head off <laughs> yeah. with those shots. But it was good. Like, to me, he saved that that segment. But, oh, my God, there's so many missed opportunities. And then, granted, don't get me wrong, you're going to have all the new eyes because of Logan Paul on this match. Ricochet's going to do his best here. But... Ricochet's lost his luster big time, and if Ricochet wins against Logan Paul, we're very disappointed. I think this has to be a little going over. He won't. If, if, if I if I could bet, um, I bet. Yeah, this is this is all Logan Paul. Uh, people are gonna know Rico- Ricochet. Hopefully, they are gonna know his name, or they're gonna know him as the wrestler that does the flippy shit. So hopefully, they can know his name. But yeah, this is Logan Paul's match all the way. So um, let's move on. Um, I had a quick. Um, you guys have um, followed Nick Nick Wayne's um, debut match on Dynamite. That's the eighteen year old, right? That's the eighteen year old. Yes. Yes, I did see that against against Swerve, right? Yep. Um, yeah. So I feel like another missed opportunity. They lost. They lost the opportunity with Hook. He's doing his own thing right now. But you made this big thing about an eighteen year old kid. He's there. Has a great match, good match, whatever you want to call it, and then loses. I would, I would prefer it if he would have won the match, and let him put him on a rocket and shoot him to the stars. And and then you have an in, interesting story of an eighteen year old kid that's kicking everybody's ass, or at least whoever you put in front of him. And then and then you have people watching, and then you have, you have teenagers watching. You got a little story there of an eighteen year old kid that's unstoppable, but. Had a good match and lost, and then let's see where they go from there. I have no idea who you're talking about. This, to be honest, but Mrs. Oh, Raymond doesn't know what's going on. His, here name, with that. his, his name is Nick Wayne. He's um he went to, he he trained with um Darby Allen. He's 18 years old. They signed him I think when he was 16, and the deal on his contract was as soon as he hits 18, he um debuts on AEW show whatever show they will have. So I believe it was the main event on Dynamite on last week, and he fought um Swerve. So yeah, but we don't okay. have to watch that. Yeah, yeah. Raymond doesn't like AEW. It's for eighteen years old. I I was impressed. I'm not gonna yes. front. I'm not gonna be like you know, oh it's AEW. You know, oh my god, he's WB. But no, none of that bullshit. Um, he he was good. That, I was. In, I mean, there was two things I was a little. Like, all right, you're just doing that just to show off for your first match. You know, like, you're, I, I, the one thing I think to me he has to work on is his in ring storytelling because this really was just more of like a showcase kind of thing, which again, it's for a first yeah. match. You know, you know, anything for eight, again, he's 18 years old. He's, he's better than half the AEW roster already, one match in. <laughs> that's why, that's why I thought he should have won that match and you, and you just promote his ass off and have an 18 year old kid that's unbeatable 
until someone beats him. Maybe a Jericho yeah. beats him or something. Not an eight team. Is he going to go against Swerve? You don't want, like, to me, a Swerve needed that, like, it needed a good win. While also, again, it made Nick Wayne look good. That did not bury him whatsoever. Because after, I think they learned their lesson with, with Hook. Because Hook, as you said before, yep. came out like a house of fire. He was. He was Goldberg. Over, like, listen, the only thing could have been more over if he came out of a box. <laughs> now, does anybody know what my reference was there? Came out of a box. Uh, not not an egg. Oh, come on. It's a Jim Cornette reference. Come oh, that's, on. Why, that's why. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't listen to Jim Cornette. <laughs> okay, anyway. No, um, now, now you got to finish it. So, um, my point is, I'm, I'm, I'm losing track here. My point is, Hook just nailed, obviously, with Jack Perry. Jack Perry beat him. I think they're going to do like a hook being managed by Taz situation or something or whatever, but they lost so many opportunities with hook. Yeah. And I think hook will be so much better in NXT or WWE because I, I don't know a company AW can use him properly. However, Nick Wayne, on the other hand, I think they're going the right direction with him with the way that first match was set up. I think they won't screw this up. I could be wrong, but I liked what I saw. Yeah. I'm very interested in what they're going to do with him next. Cause I, like I said, I would have preferred him. He wins and he goes undefeated. And, and does it the right way. But let's see what they have planned for him. But since we're talking about Dynamite, and we can talk about the last two weeks of um, MJF and Adam Cole. Probably one of the greatest tag teams in a long time. And I say that as the, their chemistry, because they're still working together with their moves and their double clothesline and everything. But the chemistry between both of them is is worth watching. They are a pretty funny com- combo, I, I will admit. Now, as everyone's expecting it to end probably soon, and um, they expect the MJF to turn, I was thinking maybe uh, Adam Cole turns heel. And then we get like this. How about we not have anybody turn on each other? How about that? Like, for, for once in wrestling history, can we not have somebody turn? Well, because it's actually the tag team. Let them be the tag champs. Let them have a good run. But we know we, know we can't trust MJF. And and from last week we saw Adam Cole look at the belt and MJF got jealous. From I'm sorry, Listen, la- last night. I think we'd be better off trusting Kim Jong Un than trusting MJF. But <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Everyone's expecting MJF. Okay, especially with that look right there. Oh, you looked at my belt. Like he looked like he was gonna beat up Adam Cole just for looking at his belt. What happens if Adam Cole is the one that turns, and now he's the heel and MJF? Two things can happen. You can have MJF as this big hero guy, and I'm like, oh my god, I I I, I let. My my guard down, and I got attacked. Or you could have MJF become the biggest asshole if he could become a bigger asshole because now he finally gave in to, to have a friend and a friend t- turn on him. So now he's like, he's never gonna trust anybody ever again. So there's two yeah. versions of MJF we could have: a bigger asshole or a hero who got his heart broken from his best friend. So anyway, what I'm trying to say is I don't think MJF should turn. It should be Adam Cole. I prefer Adam Cole as the big heel for now. I kind of agree with Mark. I hope that they don't do anything stupid because right now, like, make money off of this. It's hilarious. The dance off and everything. Oh my god, it was great. And let me tell you something. I don't say dynamite is great often. It was great. <laughs> I don't think you ever say it at all. Well, I'm saying it tonight. It, it was great yesterday. And, and, and it's sad that you said it's great because of the dance off. <laughs> it was forced <laughs> entertainment. So I'm so glad you're here, Mark. I mean, Raymond. I'm so glad you're here because. You thought the dance off was great. You like those guys thrusting themselves like that. You thought it was great. It's hilarious. <laughs> you thought well, last last week's now. you thought last week's SmackDown of of Roman and the Bloodline story that lasted forty seven minutes of just talking was the best thing and everything. Collision has a fifty seven minute tag team match, two out of three fours, and you think it's okay? It couldn't grab your attention. It, I'm sorry. The, the, those those four. Did not grab my attention for the first half hour of the match. Holy Don't get me wrong; it was a good match, but the last half it was, was a great match. match. Uh, so people I are saying it's a, it's the greatest tag team match on on television, not cable. Where you at with this? I I don't Mark, I don't with this? I don't know about that, but it was a great match. And for you to say it didn't grab your attention, but but the dance off was great. Come on. Are you like putting my chin? Do you, just, do you just want to piss me off? Like I don't understand. <laughs> like I don't. We're not getting ratings, Raymond. If you piss me off, but I, I think I I think you just do this for the fun of it. 
Like, let's see, because you can see me on video, and I'm sure Mark can see me. No one else can. So you guys are just doing this for the fun of it. You guys are like, let's see if Hector can turn red. Yeah, that tag team match is whack. Listen, I'm the AEW, you, um, supposedly, and I thought the match was really good. Now, was it the best tag team match of all time? Let, let's, all right, yeah. let's not go over that, that, that was seen. That was Dave Mel- Meltzer, so we don't have to listen to him, but. Yeah, Meltzer has as much credibility as I do at a lesbian strip club, all right? <laughs> it's just a matter of there's no credit. I know that joke actually kind of went over, just like the Dave Meltzer's ratings. So there you go. Um, Seven-star well, match. Seven-star match. You know what I meant. You know what I meant. See, I'm all over the place. But in all seriousness, <laughs> the match was really good. Um, I don't – Raymond, I, normally you and I are kind of on the same page. I don't know – what I mean, I, I do get that probably shouldn't have went 57, and I think could have probably been done in about 40, 35, 40 minutes. But even the parts where it was a little bit of a lull was still good stuff because it had, you know, oh, I, I, you guys know I'm a big Bret Hart person, Bret Hart fan. A lot of the stuff from Bret's IMR match with Shawn Michaels, a lot of Bret's yeah. work in general from other matches he had with guys like Hakushi. And Diesel and all this other kind of stuff that he's had. Like, they threw little bits and bits and pieces in this match that there was a story the entire time. There was They weren't doing shit just to do shit. There was a reason for everything. Yeah. I Like I said, I, th- I thought it was a really good match. Raymond did it. I don't know. For me, I, I consider it as, which um, I was going to say NXT. Um, AEW does it a lot. They have their 60-minute matches. They have. I consider it as an Ironman match for tag teams. They they ran the clock. They they were probably told, "Hey, you guys got an hour, do your thing," and that's all you gotta tell FTR because FTR would make magic. They're big Bret Hart fans, and they would they were they have Bret Hart matches stuck in their brain, and they would just replay the, the whole match in their head and just let it out, and they'll control the whole match. If you watch them, you can see them calling the match. Everyone else is quiet. It's FTR that's saying this is what we're doing. The next moves and everything. So, anyway. I, FTR is a great tag team by themselves. So, you put them on anybody. I'm sorry. Overrated? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was a cough there. I'm sorry. Yeah. Man, I'm not the heel anymore. I, I'm out for a couple weeks. Now I'm no longer the heel. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know what, what's in the water in, in Florida where Raymond's at. But you, you to call FTR overrated? It's like, now I know you're just like, oh, let's fuck with Hector. <laughs> If everybody that can't see, uh, Hector's got veins popping out of his head and um, animations from like the cartoons with like it, the smoke it, coming out of his ears. It, it's crazy. <laughs> it, the match didn't catch your attention and FTR is overrated. Like, all right, what do you prefer? Um, the the, the, the killer bees? I'm sorry. They're drinking their own Kool Aid. What? We're the, the greatest tag team. There, there's a reason why every federation they go to, they throw the tag, the tag team titles at them. Uh, that's the reason also they're not in WWE. Moving on. That, that's, their, that's their choice. Yeah, it was their choice, but I that, think that's know, their I choice. Think they hang. And, and, that, and that means a lot. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> next next week, um, uh, NXT, which like I said, we have no format here, so we're just jumping around. Um, Gabriel Stevenson is going to give um, his decision of his future with WWE. Last I heard was he he wanted to do the Olympics again, so I don't know if something changed. I don't know, so I guess we will have to watch next week to see what he says if he's gonna stick. Do you think this is a storyline just to, like fill in some time? Like he's gonna go, but um, I guess so. But I mean, if if he's going to do the Olympics, he's not gonna wrestle on NXT or anything for WWE. So I'm, I'm I would think it's gonna be a little more towards the legit side of what he's going to say. Unless he just feels yeah. like, hey, the, the, the bigger opportunity right now is to make the money and this is my time for WWE. I don't know what's going to happen in a year. Why wait a year? I mean, I already want to go medal. Do I really need another one? If that's re- if that's deep down in his heart, then that's what he's going to stick with then. I think he's another one that can't hang, but moving on. I don't know about that. I, after I saw all those suplexes, his form, everything, that, that looked good. You know what? I don't think you like actual good wrestling. Like that that's a that's Listen, a, no, no, that, no, no. that's a wrestler right there. That's said, that's in the water over in Florida. I, I don't know what's going on right now. That, that's Listen, that's nice. a that's a badass wrestler. You know you know what's the bad thing about guys like him? That they don't understand sometimes 
I don't know how, how it's in his head, but same thing like Kurt Angle and like when when like Taz first comes in, they're real badass. That if you gave them the belt, they won't lose the belt if they don't want to. If they don't respect the business, they're like, you're not gonna pin me because in real life you can't beat me. There's probably nobody backstage that could beat Gabriel Stevenson in a real match. If he wanted to put you on that mat, he'll never let you go. So for you to say you think he's overrated is crazy. Well, wait, huh? so let me tell you something. It, it's overrated in the sense that they paid way too much money for him. Because right now he sh- he should have been a Kurt Angle. He should have been a Brock Lesnar. He doesn't have like Ronda Rousey. As much as everyone thinks she's the baddest woman on the planet. She can't even talk on the mic. And I think that's where, yes, you can do a great suplex, but where's the money at? You can't make money, you're no good. So, yes, greatest wrestler in the Olympics or pro, or is it a professional, I guess, outside WWE. But can he really be a wrestler? That I, a I, professional wrestler. I, 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 think he has, I think he has it. I think he has to work on his mic skills. And I think that's the reason he's he has it. We haven't seen him on, on TV. I think he'll he'll be the total package. Um, well, we'll find out next week, won't we? I guess so. But guess what? You won't be here next week because you already said you're not going to be here. So I guess I'll just text you and argue with you. <laughs> yeah, like every other week. Yep. <laughs> uh, free agent Nick Aldis. Um, WWE. Who's this? <laughs> you don't know, Nick. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. Time out, time out, time out, time out. What the fuck happened while I was gone? I don't know what. <laughs> like, seriously, I've gone for a couple of weeks, and now Raymond's like, at, I, God, Jim Cornette's a saint compared to you right now. Ray, Jesus. Raymond, Raymond has turned heel. That's it. He has turned on us. <laughs> he, show, he showed up late. He showed up late. He, he, he's doing his own thing. He started his own tag team somewhere else, and he's he's just he just hit us with a chair. He's Oh my God. He, he broke he up was, the shield. He He's yeah, he broke up the shield right now. Wait, so hold on a second. So, Raymond, you were Magnus yes, from TNA? No. I don't think oh Raymond watched anything but WWE. Are you kidding me? Right he, wa- he watches WWE and, and, and NXT only because it's in his backyard. He just has to, like, run down the I block and he goes to NXT. All, no, so of course, he's going to know that. Um... Jesus Christ. Well, anyway, yes. Nick Aldis, NWA champion for multiple years. Though, really, the 10 pounds of gold made that relevant, and NWA that helped during the whole... Google it. Uh, ...prior to pandemic, which, uh, you know, obviously guys like LA Knight and Eddie Kink, all those guys were in NWA during that time, which they got, and Ricky Starks, all these guys got because from the NWA Power Show, which was really good back then. Um, once Aldis lost the title, he lost the Murdoch, right, Jeff Murdoch? I, no, I know. I was waiting for Raymond to, to say something. Hey, Raymond doesn't know that. At least Raymond, I'm sure, he knows who Trevor, oh. Trevor Murdoch is. Yes, then I know. Okay, okay, excellent. <laughs> um, somewhere. Um, so he's all this what 36, 37, something like that. Yeah, um, yeah, he, he's he, he's close to um Ellie Knight. So yeah, it's gonna like, be it's gonna be like the same thing, same kind of story though. Personally. Oh man, like he's kind of like got to be like a producer offer or something like that. But I don't see. I mean, he can run. He has to. All, all this is best thing is running a faction. Yeah, like he has to be the main guy in a faction. He's not good just by himself. He's got like the reason why his his he was so good at NWO because he had guys like Thomas Thomas Latimer. Um, what's her name? Um, oh my God, Camille Brickhouse, like that little stable, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were like his henchmen, and so like it worked. He's not good by himself. He needs other people. Even though he's, a, you know, he's he looks the part. He can talk, but he needs people around him. So I think the uh, main roster would be a solid spot. I mean, he could run NXT, but I don't know how. Again, if people like Raymond are going to want NXT all the time, he's going to be like, "Who are you? Who are you?" <laughs> Raymond, maybe this will help. He he's married to uh, Mickey James. No. No, no. Oh, Nikki <laughs> James, yes, and no. <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, Don Callis was attacked by a fan in um, Triple Mania in Mexico. That was me. Shh. That was me. <laughs> yeah, so it, it, I, I saw the radio. It looked okay. 
I mean, they did the press conference out in the open. Yeah. Are you kidding me? We all know that besides a lot of wrestling fans not knowing what a shower is or a deodorant are, we know that there are some that are not mentally all there. It's just the reality. So doing an open setting, and fans, it doesn't matter if it's Japan or not, somebody's going to literally take this as Callus is really being this human being. And so it doesn't surprise you together. It sucks what happened, but hopefully to have a little security measures in the future to not have fans, like you can just walk up to a guy and try and choke him out. Well, well, well I, don't, I don't know how, exactly how it went. It was, it was in Mexico. It looked like a baseball field. They did a press conference, and then a fight broke out with the, the wrestlers. And, of course, um, Callis got his little kicks in, and as he, they pushed him back. I guess they pushed him more closer to the fans, and then a fan basically went behind him and choked him out, dropped him on the floor, and got some shots in. So while security's more worried about the wrestlers, they wasn't watching Don, and that's when the fan got some cheap shots. So, I don't know. Um, we're going to step out for an eight count, and we'll be right back. And, and we're back. Um, you guys will know, but the break that we took wasn't eight seconds. It was more like eight minutes. And doing do, those eight minutes, Raven took the time to, to watch the Nick Wings match. And he wasn't impressed. And we are not shocked. <laughs> not at all. I'm sorry. I was more interested in the mom than in his match. Anyway. Oh, Lord. Oh, Raven... Is it because it's AEW? No, I don't know. Is this? I, I, I was, I was like, when I saw this match, I, I was like, "This is the jobber." Didn't know his history, and so you guys pointed out his history. And anyway, we didn't point his, his history is longer. It, it, it's a sad, okay. it's a sad long story. But yeah, but um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm still not impressed. Jesus, I, I think if it happens to NXT, <laughs> you're all for it. Yeah. And Swerve, I think I think Swerve is should be in in Raw, having main event matches with Seth Rollins. But that's just me. Did we? Did, okay, because I I did come in a little late. Did you talk about the the championship change of hands there? Yes, we did. Well, 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 we, we talked about the. If you have your any opinions on it, yeah, go ahead. I, no other opinions than mommy was awesome. Anyway, up <laughs> close and personal, baby. Yeah. Yeah, we saw you. We saw you clapping. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. You, you like mommy walking by you and uh, dance off on dynamite. Okay, great. <laughs> Listen, you know the dance off was great. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, that was the most entertainment. Listen, I watch wrestling for entertainment. I am a Chris Jericho sports entertainer fan. And that okay? that that entertained you? That actually did entertain. I'm sorry, it did. It, it made me laugh. That was the first time in a while that they actually had a segment that I was like, "This is actually really funny." And it was really good, and it actually kept me in tune for the rest of the show. Funny, yes, but I mean, okay, I, I don't know. I, I liked it. It was. It made me laugh. Nick made Wing, me chuckle. Nick Wings match didn't impress you. The tag team, no. two out of three, is known as the greatest match on television. Did not Actors impress you. Oh, I don't know. For anybody that I can't say right now, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're gonna skip. We're gonna, I'm, 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 I might have another stroke. So. <laughs> We're going to skip. Um, talking about debuts, um, Umaga's son, which I'm going to destroy his name like I, I do to everybody, he he had a debut at Reality of Wrestling. Um, it's Z-I-L-L-A, Fatu. Zia Fatu? Zila? I don't know. Z-I-L-L-A. Zila or something. It's something. We'll figure it out eventually. Yeah, so Z Fatu, um, I, I, I didn't find the match on television. I mean, on YouTube or anywhere. Um, but he has everyone's support for his um, first match. The Usos were there. Solo was there. Um, Carlito was there. Shelton Benjamin was there. So I say maybe, I'm going to say a year, but maybe it'll be a lot sooner that he'll be in NXT. But um, yeah. That was... Isn't the kid like 19? What happened? Isn't he like nineteen? I know he's really young, and he just got into the business, so it's not like he's been wrestling since he was two. I, Listen, I, those Samoans, man. Yeah. They, as soon as they get into a ring, they already know what they're doing. They can well, first match yeah. they're better than half the AEW roster. So 
Well, let's not forget about and Nick Wayne. Don't forget, don't forget Nick Wayne. He's gonna be better than Nick Wayne. So Jeez. Moving on. <laughs> um, yeah, because I, I think as soon as the bloodline history, um, story got like really juicy and everything, that that that's when I heard about Umaga Sun going to one of the Samoans wrestling school. So it's not like he's been at the school doing this for a while. So, like you said, I'm sure he knows how to do a Samoan drop and all that, but. We know it. By the end of the year, it's going to be like 20 Samoans on the SmackDown <laughs> Rock. The Samoan Civil War. Basically, yeah. Um, I guess well, now we have to like news and rumors. Um, Rich Holland had to um, delete his Twitter account because he ended up injuring his third opponent. It first happened with Big E, then it happened to um, Johnny. And now to Elton Prince from Pretty Deadly. He but keeps... this wasn't his fault. Like, I hate, you know, man, wrestling fans on the internet suck, man. Yeah, he's, he's getting, he, he was getting. Were, Big E was his fault. He his fault one time. Yeah, so that's it. You, you're screwed. If you, if you injured a fan favorite wrestler, and then after that, injured somebody else, and injured somebody else, then that's it. With, with Big E, he was getting death threats. And he paused his account. He got it back, and now he's getting it again. So he was like, "Yeah." So he he just took it off right now, because it just gets a little crazy listening to everyone telling you that. Those they, are just the crazies. <laughs> Those are just the crazies. Yeah, like the same ones that think AEW sucks, and I'm not excited. Nick Wayne sucks. Moving on. Jesus, I forget it. Um, barely supposedly got injured. I don't know how legit it was. They did the whole X. With their arms and everything at a house show. I saw the video of that. I didn't see uh, anything big that happened. She, they did bump her knee. Well, she did hurt herself, but it looks like it's not anything that's too serious. It was more precautionary. Gotcha. I, I thought maybe it, it looked more like a part of part of the the match. It was like, okay, this is the part where you're gonna step out, and we're just gonna beat up your partner. But okay, but you you, you never know. No one knows how the inside of the knee works. I mean, listen, but we've, we've seen it where nothing looked like happens and it's catastrophic. You know, it, it's, you never know what can happen. Yep. Um, you just said that we might get like 20 Samoans by the end of the year. What about just one big one, like The Rock? And the only reason I say that is because there's been so many rumors, oh, this is the year, this is the year, this is the year, and he can't because of his movies and his busy schedule. Well, guess what? His schedule is open. He ain't doing nothing. Him and John Cena are welcome to come to the SummerSlam and attitude adjust, attitude adjust somebody, rock bottom somebody here. I heard you talking crap about me. Boom, that's it. Wave at the fans and leave. You don't even have to have a real match. Just a little pop up Wait, here and that's it. Question. Okay. What is the next Saudi show? <laughs> <laughs> now that's big money right there. Cause I, I, I'm, I don't know if it was a rumor or I, I guess everything on the internet's a rumor. But the the Rock was offered like I think ten million dollars just for one match in Saudi, and he turned it down. This was after like um, Cena versus Rock and all of that. They, they offered him ten million dollars to come for just one match, and he was like, nope. So he had that energy money. He doesn't need it. <laughs> I wish I was offered ten million dollars. Yeah, ten million. Like I said, I don't. Know, I don't know how crazy the or lie dramatic what the the story is with the price and everything. But yeah, it was a rap money they were offering him, and he wasn't interested of taking that flight going over there and all of that. I don't know if it has no, anything to do with the Saudi money. Saudi money. Well, a a rap. Yeah, a rap money was uh, the song. Here. I was. I was going with the hip hop song. Now, the most important thing that I just want everyone to take note of, Nick Wayne would never get that $10 million. Moving oh, on. God. <laughs> I think he has a, a Nick Wayne crush. Everyone just wants Nick Wayne's mom. That's it. Listen, if Nick Wayne's not listening to this podcast, we're, we're not jerks. It's, it's just, it's just the, uh, I, I guess Raymond's turned really, really heel. Um, I've gone soft, apparently. <laughs> that, uh, that's what happens when you go to Paris. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, guys, uh, besides that, I I I got no more notes. My book is empty. I think I think that's a wrap. Unless we're just gonna keep picking on on Raymond. 
<laughs> Raymond could take it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Nick Wayne can't, though. Nick Wayne can't. Jesus. Quick. You know what? Our first episode, and I'm going to ruin it right now. It's 45 minutes, almost like the greatest tag team match ever. Um, CM Punk. Um, I, 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 saw, I saw it today. CM Punk, him and FTR, they had a big meeting in the locker room. Of course they're, they did. They're trying to figure out a way to keep make sure um, Dynamite and Collision are completely different. Because, um, as we all know, as I said it before, CM Punk and Jericho are big writers, and Daniel Bryan, or Bryan Danielson, are big writers uh, in charge of creative for Collision. So they just want to make sure the shows are not, not the same, they don't run the same, and I think... And like I've said before, I've told Raymond last week, I think I love Collision. I love the start of it. It has that Saturday night main event with the promos and all of that. So I, I like the direction well, they're going. Yeah. I was going to say, hopefully they do the, a little bit more of that dancing. That's good stuff there. <laughs> well, I, I did have one thing I did want to talk about because we missed that. And I'm very surprised that Hector didn't bring this up because, you know, he's Mr. AEW. I'm not Mr. AEW. I, I like wrestling. And if it's good, it's good. And right now, Collision... I, I I know we talked about, oh my God, it's a Saturday night. I look forward to it right now. I, it has good wrestling. I like the stories on it. I I, I, I like, um, besides the bloodline, I'm more interested in whatever's going to happen in Collision than anything else that's going on on, on TV on wrestling. Well, I watched the highlights on Sunday or Monday. But anyway, one and one from this past Wednesday. I'm surprised that wasn't in your notes. What? It's like, I feel like we could have talked about this quite a bit. I was very surprised you didn't bring it up at all. What? It was a great match. It, it was what it was, match? I, I missed it. I didn't hear nothing. Wait, what? Wait, what happened? I didn't hear what you said. What like, match? Blood and guts. Blood and guts. Oh. The main event. The two, the two ring cage. My my yeah. my thing was I saw I saw um Raymond's notes. I, I I didn't watch it live, so I'm watching Blood and Guts at maybe at midnight, and um, it just. At, at that, at, at, mid, at midnight, it was a, a big uh, massacre mess. Like I would, I, I would, I would like turn around and, and blink or whatever, and all of a sudden, Moxley's bleeding, of course, or it's like that. So, I, I got to see the, some of the highlights of it. So that's why I didn't really talk about it. But yeah, I just, I thought there was more interesting things to talk about besides, besides the like Nick Wayne. Yeah. yeah, let's talk about Nick Wayne. I, I, I think, uh, I think, Nick, I think Nick Wayne has a future. You, you already shut him down after his first match. He's improving. That's what I'm gonna say. Every, every, everyone needs to improve. If, if you don't improve, I'm not if you don't improve, you're boring. If I was 18 years old, I had the talent Nick Wayne has. I wouldn't be where I am right Eight, now. Wait, let's get 18 years old and main event dynamite. Well, I also seen a, I also seen a one legged wrestler do a moonsault. Okay. And, 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 and that didn't impress you. Oh, oh. But the one legged wrestler, Zach, what's his name? Zach Gowan. Yeah, Zach Gowan made him on SmackDown. On SmackDown with yeah, one leg, did a moonsault. Fought Brock Lesnar and all that. that didn't that didn't impress you? Oh no. Jeez. Because I already knew he wasn't gonna. Yeah, that didn't impress me at all. I was like, all right. You, He's, he's Raymond. Uh, something Raymond. right now. Raymond. I don't think any of us could do a two-legged move. And that's, where, that's exactly where I was going right now. Where one leg jumped on top of the third turnbuckle and did a moonsault. Can you do a moonsault? I can't do a moonsault. I won't try to do a moonsault. So don't, do a don't, then don't, sit, there, don't sit there and say it's not it's not impressive. It wasn't impressive. Jesus. This, this is... This, oh, man. You should retire episodes like Bizarro World. <laughs> like the episode of somebody that's listening for the first time. This is the one you, you direct them to. This, this is bizarre. You, this is you saying that you don't respect wrestling or wrestlers. Oh, I respect them. No, you can't. You can't. You can't say that's not impressive when a one-legged guy or eighteen-year-old kid. With let's, I don't know what was the audience. Let's say ten thousand people cheering, booing, and all that. Cameras on you, spotlight on you, and, and had a great match. I didn't. I didn't see that many bloopers or anything, and that wasn't impressive. I'm here talking to you on the microphone, and I'm stuttering. This kid is 18 <laughs> years old, doing his thing, and it's not impressive. Are you crazy? <laughs> Jesus. I'll judge him next week. Let me see the <laughs> match next week. Now that you know. Bored. <laughs> 
find out your book next week. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 yeah. wait. No, no. You, you're, you're going to put the nail in the coffin right now, Raymond. Did you just take, uh, I, I don't know what you call it, a puff from your asthma pump? Uh, yes, sir. Okay, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going I'm to tombstone you right now. You're sitting down doing a podcast, and you had to take a pump from your your asthma pump. But a guy who does a, a somersault, a backflip, or whatever, is not impressive? No, not at all. Jesus, that's it, guys. It's a wrap. We are going home. Everyone, have a good night, a good good morning, a good day, depending what time you listen to this. Um, we're going to give out shout-outs. I don't know if Raymond's going to be allowed to give his shout-out because he doesn't deserve it. But, um, yeah, I, I'm going to start off with... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to start off with the Wrestling Universe. They have the Hardys coming up, so check them out if you're in, in the area. And Why do you always steal my? That was that was mine. That was always been mine. You need to come up with something else, or you know what? You can talk about another signing that they have, like the Eric Bischoff one, or anything else. And Lucharitos, it's a Mexican American food. Um, they have karaoke. We talked about that the other day. Good liquor, good food. Located in Long Island, three different locations. Check them out. That's Lucharitos. Um. Mark, take it. Oh, I am I'm, I'm last there. Uh, all right. What? Mark. I'm being put. I'm being punished today. Mark, I Mark, you don't. Yeah. I got nothing. <laughs> I told you that. He wants to give yeah. a shout. He wants to give out a shout out to the the different cheeses he tried out in his European trip. I'm not gonna be like, listen, go go check out Chef Fabian Morial's food because then people aren't in France. Well, That's the only shit I can do. I'll let you go to France, go check out whatever. Shout out the pizzeria from down, down your block. Maybe you get a free slice tomorrow. I don't know. I don't go out anymore. <laughs> Spoken like a true wrestling fan. <laughs> I, I, I just go to work. You know, okay. I will do a chef. Fine. I will do one. Shout out to my friend Tom. He's getting married on Saturday. And I'm going to be at the wedding, mooching off all the free food and the free liquor. Check so, that out. There um, you go. Yeah. The best. Oh. And he's a big AEW fan, by the way. He is not a WWE fan. He's a big I, AEW I like him fan. already. I wish so, him all the best. There we go. See, I got the shout out. Raymond. Well, go to my usual. Don't watch, what's his name, Nick Wayne. And then, of course, <laughs> of course, my usual. Give kids the world. Please check them out on Facebook and Hearts of Reality as they do a special event coming up in December where they do have some AEW or maybe some AEW and some NXT slash WWE people there as well. Check them out. I feel like next week Nick when um, Raymond's going to do a shout out like the anti-Nick Wayne Facebook group or something. The way it go. <laughs> Jesus. All right, guys. <laughs> it's, it's been fun. It's late over here. Take care. Have fun. See you guys around. All right. Later. Yeah.